0: No, John Cassavetes. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'll
1: tell you that. Is he the guy? Think he's John Cassavetes? John Cassavetes?
0: (sighs) John's House of Eats. John's House of Eats. What's that? (laughs) (laughs) Cassavetes sounded like House of Eats to me. (laughs)
1: It would be really funny if someone named their restaurant John. House of Eats, and like they were like because. And what? Did, where did you get that name from? It's like, oh, it's after my favorite director, John Cassavetes. And someone was like, oh, I have news for you. <laughs> it's, not how you say that. it's not how you say that, name John's House of Eats. Oh, because it rhymes with the name of my favorite director and actor, John Cassavetes. Um. Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through.
0: So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel.
1: And I'm Willard Scott, the famous weatherman from, I used to be the weatherman of the Today Show. I think I'm deceased.
0: I think Willard Scott has died, but I definitely thought of Fred Willard first, who is definitely dead.
1: He definitely passed away. But mm-hmm. Willard Scott, he, I was the famous- He used, I used to, to do I, all
0: the birthdays for all the old people, too.
1: Yes, Smuckers. Mm. Hey, Smuckers, let's bring in these old bags and tell y'all how old they are. That's what Willard Scott
0: Willard Scott, not dead yet. God, he. I am an old man. How old? How many years am I? You are 86 years old. Uh, that's pretty, I mean, people- That's a average,
1: bit, yeah, right? people are living that long.
0: I mean if but you I if could... you read comments on the wrong posts on the internet some people might tell you that you should be blessed to live to that long and of course you're going to die from covid.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should be so lucky to die from COVID because it is a sacrifice to the greater good of the cult of God. Donald Trump.
0: I read this wonderful article the other day in the Here Cut. Here we go. Here in we the go. I know <laughs> it doesn't take long. Um, from a woman whose grandfather died, and she was kind of explaining the cycles of poverty, and also like how her grandfather died from COVID and how that happened. And the comments immediately jumped to like, "Well, he should have been like you." It's great. That he lived to be in his 80s, and it's like that. No, 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 he, but he wouldn't have died had this yeah, not so, happened.
1: <laughs> we, we should sacrifice our grandparents to COVID so that the subway restaurants can have people sit inside and eat them. Eating them, <laughs> you didn't know this? This is like yeah. this is just the way it goes now. We don't, COVID is, is not even real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, 30 million people are incredibly crazy. I say 30 million because I say 70 million voted for him. Mm-hmm. So I say about half of them are like, so 35 million are like full bore Q. Mm-hmm. And then the other half, even if they're not Q, they believe some of it. There's a nugget.
0: That the they either believe. believe something or they vote, they're individualists who vote because of taxes. Or the economy right.
1: sure, or they're just like old people who just always vote republic like there's definitely yeah. like varying degrees, but mm-hmm. every one of them, all seventy million, have at least there's one piece of cue that they go, mm. you know they 're not mm-hmm. saying that they believe it, but they 'll go, eh, it kind of makes you think like that
0: there's a, something there a friend of mine was um buying some furniture off of Wayfair the other day. And she was like, you know, it's really oh. weird. There's like duplicate the baby came?
1: The baby came in it?
0: <laughs> there were like duplicate listings for furniture. And then the descriptions would be like nonsense. And I was like, yeah, this is really just a CMS error. It's not that there's sex trafficking
1: happening. Mm-mm, no, there's babies in it. Every time you I get crates all the time, there's babies.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, it, it
1: is mainstream. That is what is so fucking crazy. Like people say, it's just a fringe group. It's not a fringe group. They're in Congress. Yeah. It's not a fringe group. It's a lot of people. God bless. Fuck. Yeah. I can't, I can't believe we're already on Q.
0: Already. Q and none, Q and none, Q and none. That's my nine. least favorite version of that Steve Winwood song. <laughs>
1: It's not even, You shouldn't even make jokes about QAnon.
0: They're fucking dangerous, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Incredibly fucking so. Fucking
1: dangerous. They believe that, uh, to, where are all these kids, these missing kids that they think are being m- murdered by Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton?
0: My, my other favorite podcast you're wrong about has done two episodes on like why sex trafficking is not the thing that we make it out to be.
1: Yeah. It's mostly like kids who were like taken by their like other And
0: the stats are all kinds of skewed because they they use these stats, like Q uses these stats about how many children are missing, but they just take the the missing children reports, never like if they've been found, if the same children are in those same like missing reports. And a lot of kids who were missing and then were found are highly offended by this as well. (sighs) Found. Also, like, I think it's something like 90% of missing kids are not really missing.
1: Yeah. One third of... Americans believe that D- Joe Biden stole this election. A One third? out of every three. One third. 33% Jesus. or
0: us That's how much the media works against you and branding.
1: And when he's gone, he's just going to go take over Newsmax or OAN or start his own. Yeah. And it's just going to never end. And no. we're going to just be, you know, it's a never ending cycle of just uh, But I don't know if, if he
0: forever. has figured out. The problem is, is that he's old and he has to figure out who to Patch. Patch. Who to pass the torch to. And he doesn't have anyone who's like strong enough of a personality that people believe them,
1: though. Yeah, but he'll figure it out. Yeah. It'll be like Sean Hannity or something. Or Tucker Carlson.
0: Oh, fucking Tuck Tucker Carlson. Tucker! Tucky! Oh, Tucky Carlson. He didn't used to be so shitty. And then I don't know what no, happened No, he's playing him. a
1: role. He doesn't even believe half yeah. this shit. He's just playing a fucking role on TV because pay paying money to do what it. What
0: was that guy that we used to all hate so much? Who was like a news media personality?
1: The fake news media. Um,
0: oh, Glenn Beck.
1: Yeah, Glenn, Glenn Beck.
0: Glenn Beck used to be a rock DJ in Baltimore before right. he started doing that stuff. Like, Yeah, yeah. 97.9. He,
1: he's still a lunatic, though.
0: Which is 98 rock. Oh, 98 rock? Mm-hmm. 97.9. Well... I'm Willard
1: Scott, <laughs> and I've all I've been is just a, a weatherman for uh, eighty-six years—not mm-hmm. eighty-six. You're years, a very pleasant
0: person, wins. and we really jumped off that bandwagon very quickly.
1: <laughs> Willard Scott—I wonder if it'd be sad if Willard Scott voted for Trump, but you never know.
0: Maybe that's why they got him off NBC. No, you know I think... who I love is Savannah Guthrie.
1: Oh, who I've doesn't?
0: Long, long bit of who doesn't Savannah? Who doesn't love Savannah Guthrie?
1: She's great.
0: Fuck, I love fuck Matt Lauer though. Matt Lauer. May he rot. Oh,
1: yeah, he's fine. I mean, he's he what did he oh no? He's not, I was gonna say he's fine. He's not fine. He's a molested <laughs> a woman, right? Yeah. I can't even keep track many, many of many, many women. <laughs> I can't even like keep track of why everybody's terrible. I just yeah. like have to remember <laughs> that everybody's terrible.
0: <clears throat> Q and, on, Q and on. Also, whatever happened with Anne Curry definitely has to do with Matt Lauer. Yeah, he
1: was a na- na- nasty nightmare to poor Ann Curry.
0: Yeah, poor Ann Curry. What a nice lady. I'm
1: going to tell you something. I'm going to let you peek behind the curtain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was an NBC page, hmm. and one of my assignments was the Today Show, mm-hmm. and Ann Curry was a lovely person. Really? Very lovely person. Good to hear. People did not like Katie Couric, but I'm going to tell you something. I did.
0: Mm-hmm. She was a nice lady, too? Uh,
1: she was like a fucking badass. Like she yeah. was just like, I'm fucking Katie Couric and I, and, and she liked me. Mm-hmm. So she was like very cool to me. I'm not even going to say she was necessarily nice to me, but also I was like t- a 23 year old idiot. She had no need to be nice to me, Yeah. uh, but she was fine to me and I thought she was like very, co- I was like, Oh, I think she's great. Mm-hmm. Good um, I also did like Matt Lauer, though, I gotta say. (laughs) I have to say I did like Matt Lauer. So Al Roker was very pleasant as well.
0: Al Roker seems like a genuinely nice person.
1: Did I not tell the story that... I've told the story about when I was the page in Donald Trump.
0: Yes. I've told that, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. We have heard that story.
1: Fake news media.
0: So what episode are we up to, Willard? We're not here to talk about the
1: fake news media and uh, and, not today uh, and the and the cast of the the Today Show in 2003. (laughs) We're here to talk about one of the great television programs that Canada ever made. Of course, Starsky and Hutch. Just kidding. That was American. Uh, Degrassi, The Next Generation. Of course, Degrassi, The Next Generation. One of the great shows. We're talking about that show. Mm-hmm. You threw me off my game asking me to do the whole bit.
0: I know, I know. Oh, you sorry. Gotta,
1: you really didn't let let this organically play out at all, did you? You are really <laughs> waiting to get to it.
0: We are supposed to be here to talk about Degrassi.
1: We're here to talk about Degrassi, the next generation, one of the great Canadian soap operas of our time. And here today to talk about episode number 616, the sixth episode of the 16th season. It is the 116th episode of Degrassi, the next generation. But because of all the two-parters, it's really the 93rd episode of Degrassi, the next generation. We really got to check how many episodes we had because I am I'm afraid pretty sure that this, 100.
0: I'm pretty sure this is our 98th episode.
1: What? 98th episode. What a time to be alive. Uh, But it's the 93rd episode of Mm -hmm. Digress to the Next Generation. The name of the episode is Love My Way. Love My Way is a Psychedelic Furs song. Rachel, what's your favorite Psychedelic Furs song?
0: So I was never a huge fan of Psychedelic Furs. I feel like that's how I start off everything. I was never a huge fan. Every week. Every Every week. week. um, Unless I am a huge fan, in which case then I immediately talk for like 17 minutes. Um, I love that, though. I love that psychedelic furs reminds me of the 80s as they should um but more strongly than a lot of other bands that they choose to play to to name the episodes after mm. um probably because of like pretty and pink like I, I don't know it's just like it's very john hughes movies early mid 80s feeling music um <clears throat> I was like, oh, what song is Love My Way? And I went to listen to it and I was like, oh, this is probably my favorite Psychedelic first song. And I realized that I never knew that they were saying Love My Way because I cannot understand anything that is being said in any Psychedelic first song. Mm, Richard Burton. Very, very. I think it's... um... Yeah, that, that sounds right to me. Richard Butler. Richard Butler. Butler Richard Burton yes. is the famous
1: Elizabeth Taylor's husband.
0: Richard, yeah, the Richard Butler, Butler. Brothers, Richard yeah, and Tim Butler. It's not. It's not like he's mumbling. It's just like very complex vocals that I just clearly did not understand the lyrics to. But I'm also famous for mishearing lyrics. So You
1: are famous for that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's
0: how I'm best known for mishearing yeah, lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't in know what I thought that they were saying before I thought they were saying Love My Way, but I definitely did not hear that in it until I saw the title of the song yesterday. And I was like, oh, that's what it is. Okay. Mm. Love my way. Right? Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I think they were just saying like blah, I, blah,
0: blah. I mean, like, I don't know what da, I thought he was saying.
1: Da, da, <laughs>
0: But yeah, I mean, I think that like Pretty in Pink reminds me of all John Hughes movies. <laughs> like, uh, but especially
1: I, the one it's named after.
0: Yeah, or, yeah. But or I mean, that, but it the just movie
1: that is named after the song.
0: Yeah, um, But I think that out of the songs that I know by Psychedelic Furs, "Love My Way" is probably my favorite.
1: That's a great song.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a good song.
1: Their greatest hits album. I like some of their albums a lot, but their greatest hits album is like a par is just a par excellence. Mm-hmm.
0: Excellence?
1: Yeah, par excellence. Okay. That's French. Did you not know that? Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. so I just want to say shout out Psychedelic Furs dropping an album in 2020 that is among their best albums. Really? It's fucking great. Okay. Yes. It's one of the it. best albums of the year. But if you like them, I mean if you're not like uh a big fan of them, mm-hmm. then you're not going to be care very much. Mm-hmm. I like them a lot. They're akin to OMD. Cause this is like, I told you the story about how I felt, I found OMD. That's like around the same time. I, I like really, I, of course I knew pretty in pink and heaven and heartbreak beat, which is my pick for the best second, like, mm-hmm. like first song. Um, but I really got into them big time in that, the 2000 era. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're great. I think they're one of the, as you said, quintessential 80s bands. But Mm -hmm. with like more hits than you think.
0: Yeah. I think that they were always a band that I'm like, oh, I know they're important, but I could never tell you what songs they did.
1: And their name is like kind of weird. It's like Mm -hmm. it sounds so 80s. And like there's this um, weird uh, for people who didn't. I mean, I didn't grow up in the 80s. I was a child. So like, but for people who like are after that, there's this weird idea that like 80s music is bad, which is like Mm -hmm. crazy because it's Mm -hmm. fucking great. Most of it, Mm -hmm. Uh, not all of it, like, but it's no worse than like popular music was in any other generation. But I guess because it came after like people like really fucking lionized like Classic rock. Mm-hmm. So it's like those people think like synth music is like shitty and it's like, well, fuck you, it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the psychedelic furs embody that a lot because their name is goofy and their, so- but their songs are great. Um, yeah. I, I say mine is Heartbreak Beat or Heaven, that song. Heaven. Yeah, that's a good one. Too. Ah, nah, nah, nah. You're right though, because the words, it's like, <laughs> yeah. lie my wife. There's a little Shane McGowany.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's, like, just hard enough to understand that I could literally hear Love My Way as blah, blah, blah. hmm
1: Yeah, Pretty in Pink is a—obviously, it's a song we all know and have heard 2,000 yeah. times, but it's a
0: great song. And also, you can understand that he's saying Pretty in Pink in that song.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, even that, it's kind of a throwaway. Like, yeah. it's not, like, the chorus. It's just, doesn't yeah. she pretty in pink? yeah. That's a great song. I love I really like the psychedelic first. I do recommend that their 2020 album, which is like weird because they hadn't put out an album in decades.
0: I will try to listen to that. You had recommended their greatest hits and I did not get so far as to listening to that today. But it's
1: like those top four or five Mm -hmm. songs are just like pantheon level Mm -hmm. of that type of music,
0: I would Mm -hmm. say. So they get.
1: They get a good. Uh, they get a rub. It's like Echo in the Bunnyman, too, which I think yes. are great. Yes. Yes. And who also I think people who weren't around sometimes go like, that's a dumb name. They must mm-hmm. be like a bad eighties band. And it's mm-hmm. like,
0: no, eighties music is great. The other the other much more popular bands that I would throw in with them for like kind of genre is the cure. Also totally. like I, that totally, like though totally. it's so iconic of like this certain kind of eighties music that also involved a lot of like makeup and yep. and, and like elaborate that kind outfits. Of synth- yeah, synth
1: and like very textured music mm-hmm. and like Cure mm-hmm. like obviously became like much emo like darker than those yeah. other bands like those but then Cure was very poppy. Yeah. The Cure is my top five. Ah that was fun. Yeah. This episode <laughs> is an episode of Degrassi.
0: It is. It is an episode of Degrassi. And
1: I like this episode. I thought it was one of the better episodes that we've had uh, as of late. And I texted you that, that Mm -hmm. I liked that. And I feel like you are not with me on that. I feel like you do not have the same affinity for this episode that I do.
0: I don't think that it was amazing. No, but I think considering some of the recent episodes we've had, I would argue that the last good episode that we had, mm, JT's death one was pretty good too. But I would argue it might I mean, be. It's.
1: It's good. I guess. It's yeah. Awesome. Well,
0: I think that there was. It was fun because it was like a party and everyone was there. Like all of the oh, characters right. were there. The episode
1: when he died. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Not like the one after his death. Um. But I think that like the Craig Coke storyline was really fun. I think <laughs> right? Fun. Um. It's a
1: dark season, man.
0: But this one, I don't know. This season has just like flown by and nothing stands out to me. I was like, we started off with like cars and uh, almost Ugh. murdering someone. And then we've moved on to like, kind of not really going there at all. Like,
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's been like a dark season. Mm-hmm. A lot of dark shits happen. And then I kind of felt like this was a little bit of a lighter toned episode, which made me like it more. The- I felt like. The I,
0: other thing that I liked more about this episode than previous ones was that I felt like the B story was good. And a lot of the other ones have had terrible it. B stories. So
1: <laughs> I actually think the B story, which I mean, we'll end up getting to it, but this B story is way ahead of its time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Way like, ahead of its time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I we'll actually get to give that.
1: them a lot of credit for,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: not only for the, the, what they're bringing up, the questions they're posing, but the way- like snake reacts to it and the like Mm -hmm. i think it's very very progressive for whenever this was 2007 or whatever
0: yeah but
1: we'll we'll obviously get to that i am a suck this is this is where it gets me Mm -hmm. i am a sucker for any piece of entertainment Mm -hmm. where we have like over time been setting up like that a character has deep Feelings for another character, and then when that character finally says "I love you," I'm a sucker. I lose it. (laughs) I I teared up, Mm -hmm. and for I was just like, and it didn't go the way I was like hoping for it to go. I just wanted them to be like together and say Mm -hmm. "I love you too," which even more I would be Mm -hmm. a sucker for it. But that moment when I oh like when a character tells another Mm -hmm. character that didn't previously know Mm -hmm. that they love
0: them, uh, you're gonna get me. Oh, I mean. Do you think that they that Alex and Paige ever said that before? Mm-mm. No. It's... Their
1: relationship was so short.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. How did they break up in the first place? It was just kind of like a quiet breakup.
1: It was they yeah. they just sort of like Consciously uncoupled.
0: Well, consciously uncoupled. I think because Paige was going away to Banting yeah. and Alex was still going to be there and they just seemed like they were in different places.
1: They have like, like little tiffs here and there too. They have like yeah. a very volatile sort of way back and forth, They which yeah. they do in this episode
0: too. And it's been really, it has been really back and forth. And I would say that... Mm, I don't know. I feel like this is more of like I'm still in love with you rather than I'm in love with you. Oh,
1: I would totally agree with you. But what I would say is the reason it hits for me and listen, I'm not saying it's it it should hit for everybody, but it hits for me is because it's been so obvious since Paige came back that -hmm. this is how Alex feels. And she's been hiding it through like making fun of her, laughing Mm -hmm. at her like carrying this girlfriend along with her to like parties and stuff. She's been like hiding behind all this stuff. So now it's like laid bare, mm-hmm. which is so yes, definitely. Sh- I it's, I still love you,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: because of all what's happened to the interim, it still feels like pent up. Yeah. And, and I, I, that fever pitch, like tune that for yeah. for me. Well, and you you
0: were talking about it like last week or the week before, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know. Like it could be, but maybe it's just this. Like oh, I wasn't really, yeah. I right. wasn't really believing that Alex. I was like, well, maybe she still has feelings for Paige, but also I think that she, I I think that I was chalking it up to like that she genuinely cares about Paige, mm-hmm. so like she is worried about her when she's not doing well at school, right? Those kind of things, rather than that she's still in love with her.
1: So they yeah, did build I, it up well. Yeah, I, I agree. Because the the last week was when I was saying, was she upset that Paige wasn't there for her? Because that's what I think mm-hmm. Alex was getting at. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I So obviously, A story is Alex and Paige. Mm-hmm. Paige is back in town. She's staying back in town. She's going to move into
0: Lynn's room
1: because he's going to play professional hockey in
0: Sweden. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh and I guess and, that
0: Dylan and Marco did have separate bedrooms and, in there. Yes, yeah. I like how she thought that he was going to Banff. <laughs> like her own brother and he's like no, it's Switzerland. <laughs> Much further away.
1: Yeah, she's great. Paige is the best.
0: Um and somehow Paige has secured a great gig of being like the manager for Squatch Designs. Who still have a store. Oh, who and who
1: need a manager? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> like
0: like... What, what what's, is this? What's Spinner's job there? Like, I'm not really sure. He... Jimmy's making the designs, but what's Spinner doing?
1: I don't know. He's there he's, for show. He's cute. Paige said he was cute.
0: Oh, is he? I don't know. I don't think he looks great in this episode. <clears throat>
1: um. So Paige is doing, uh, speaking of progressive,
0: mm-hmm. in
1: two th- whenever this was, Paige is playing the field man. She's bone and Spinner. Mm-hmm. And also, oh, it should be noted also, Ellie and Froshman Jesse Speaking of consciously uncoupling,
0: yeah, they broke up in the most like boring way imaginable. Well,
1: the most boring couple imaginable should, I guess, break yeah. up in the most boring way imaginable.
0: Yeah, yeah. But like they break up after Paige comes into the court to try to like strike a deal for getting free ads essentially mm-hmm. for Squatch Designs. <laughs> yeah, Jesse is somehow designs. won over by this proposal. Um,
1: yeah, basically, she's like, "Will, yeah, we'll make you a logo for the paper. Like the newspaper needs t-shirts."
0: Yeah, yeah. first it- Jesse's
1: just like once Paige, that's all that's happened
0: yeah i'm i'm very curious as to like what about Paige he's super into i would like to know more about that um but what's also really weird and i'm She's guessing cute. we'll we'll address this in a future episode is the fact that like ellie is not involved in this conversation at all like which yeah. the whole dating someone that your friend was just dating is a very i don't know that's a very big concern i think among friends
1: Yes, yes. I'm not sure how close they are. Yeah. But I guess they're close because aren't they
0: going to live together now? Yeah, essentially. Right, right. <laughs> okay, like, so they have to be And close. she's like dating her well she all all that we know that she's definitely doing is that she keeps dancing with him at clubs so she's dancing with her ex-boyfriend that she just broke up with and i feel like that is kind of a thing i have a feeling they're gonna bring it up in like the next episode (laughs) though because they just didn't have time for it in this one but i was like that's definitely gonna be a thing at some point
1: part of the reason that Froshman jesse breaks up with ellie is because she doesn't want to dance with yeah she doesn't want to dance with
0: with somebody, she doesn't she, want to feel the heat with somebody. <laughs> oh, I somebody, <laughs> with. Um, it's, but
1: they consciously uncouple, and then he comes to the core. No, to Squatch Designs,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go see this band later because I got to write a review of their album. Mm-hmm. You should come with me." And then she goes, and then they have one of the most cringeworthy, unlistenable conversations about music that I have ever heard. Oh. How mad were you?
0: I hated it. (laughs) I hated it. Well, I kind of tuned out as soon as he said that they were going to go see an alt-country friends band. And I was just like, "All country no thanks. I
1: liked the music, though. I
0: thought it was pretty good. Yeah.
1: And then she was like, they're just so like, I love, Paige was like, I just love how like, relaxed they are, and he goes. They're vibing. It's like a vibe, and I was like, I if I overheard this conversation, my head would explode in real life.
0: Yeah, no, no, thank you. The only worthwhile musical conversation in the whole episode was when Paige was talking to Alex, and she said, to paraphrase Cheryl Crow, "I want to have some fun."
1: Mm -hmm. Cheryl Crow is great. Cheryl Crow is Cheryl Crow is great. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. She's. I don't think she's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but that shit's crazy. She's fucking
0: great. She should be.
1: The best song is, um. what's the best Cheryl Crow song? I can see the video in my head and I can't think of the what's words. What's the video? She's like in the room and she's in like a slinky thing. <laughs> she's what the the song?
0: Room. She's in the room. Ah,
1: she is in the room. I wasn't even talking about that. <laughs> but she's like in a room and she's got like a, cl- what fucking song am I thinking of? If it makes you happy. If it makes you happy. Yep, that's it. It okay. can't be that bad. <laughs> I love that song. I like a lot of Sheryl Crow's song.
0: I haven't listened to her in a while.
1: We should listen to her tonight.
0: Yeah, go listen to some Sheryl Crow. Separately and just Separately. talk about it tomorrow. Her, yeah, can yeah, dis- exactly. We could discuss time. tomorrow. <laughs> the Globe <laughs> sessions. <laughs>
1: Why the hell are you so sad? Even Soak Up the Sun, which is kind of like a dumb song, is pretty great.
0: Mm-hmm. To go back quickly to something I brought up already. I never danced at any bars or clubs while live music was happening. That is like Ever not a, cause it's not a thing that
1: happens. That's not a thing that happens. That's like it, it, set the scene is that they're literally at a show and then he's like, yeah. let's dance. Yeah. You would never do like you move around at a show and like you're packed in like sardines, but you
0: don't now, like st- fucking do a foxtrot. No, I think my parents generation in the 70s did this kind of stuff. But but not us. No, that didn't happen in the 2000s. No. Absolutely. So I And it happens twice, twice in this episode. They really try to like dig it in. Like this is a point we're trying. When to is the there.
1: other time besides that time?
0: She goes out with him twice, and they dance both times. Oh, they do? Yeah. When is the second time she goes out with him? Yeah, it's like within the same. It's when, so she goes out with him to the concert, and then the night where she sees Spinner and Jesse the same night. Yeah, classic sitcom scenario. She dances with him both of those nights. Oh, got it. They set up that it's like, go ahead. I was going to say, the thing that we didn't say was that Paige was also having a friends with benefits relationship with Spinner, and she tried to set this up in the beginning, and Spinner is just kind of in love with her.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Spinner and... Freshman Jesse both know that's That she's playing the field here She's mm-hmm. not being secretive So I thought it was going to be like a sitcom oh, I got two dates in one night Gotta run yeah. back and forth But it wasn't She was like with Spinner And then she was like I gotta go to this other date with this other dude And I loved that I was so in on that I was like mm-hmm. you get it girl mm-hmm. And then yes, yeah, Spinner like you said, Spinner was in love and she was, he was like, It's me or Freshman Jesse. And he said that. I didn't expect him to call him Freshman Jesse. Freshman like, Jesse.
0: <laughs> but he did. Um and it all breaks down at the fashion show at the mall that somehow page wrangles for in, in like, squash two designs. Days.
1: <laughs> I was like, What is they're walking a red carpet in like hats and like mittens.
0: And, and I who thought
1: are that, these models?
0: I thought that it was like it was like an entrepreneurs fair and then suddenly it became a fashion show like they changed it completely from what they said <laughs> it was earlier. That's very funny. Um I also sorry cuz I'm on it right now when she has her date with Spinner that night and they're making out on a couch I have no idea whose home this is. <laughs> like is it Spinner's parents house? Is it is it the oh, I don't know. Dylan do and question? Marco's house? It, the the, the page lives in now um, there's a Canadian flag on the wall, which implies to me that it might be the college house, but I'm I'm not really sure where it is. And there's, like, candles on the table and stuff.
1: Monica! So Alex is, like, encouraging Paige in her, like, dating dudes mm-hmm. thing at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then... There, that's when, and then Spinner says it's me or Freshman Jesse, and then he tries to start a fight with Freshman Jesse, and they're pushing mm-hmm. each other. And Paige has a panic attack because now we know because that she that's has
0: panic attacks. Apparently, that's what would happen.
1: It's established that she has panic attacks. But and if both al- of
0: these men know that she's seeing both of them, why is she really having a panic attack over it? It's not like she like hid something.
1: That's a great question, Rachel. I don't know. I can't answer it. That's a good question. Yeah. I guess uh I don't know. Yeah. I guess cuz she just doesn't want them to fight at mm-hmm. her big at her big uh fashion show that she set up in 3 days. Mm-hmm. If even 3, maybe 3 hours really. Um so the only person who really goes to her aid as she's having a panic attack is Alex. Mm-hmm. Because she loves Paige, which she will reveal momentarily.
0: Yes. Yes, and I was like, oh, Alex is such a good friend. Oh, but she loves Paige. I can't believe you didn't see this coming. I know. Alex Um, also said sorry.
1: She did say sorry. Big sorry. Big, big sorry. sorry. I
0: wrote it in all caps with an exclamation point.
1: She, yeah, she says big sorry. Um, So they go to the dot. After the fashion show to celebrate the success of the fashion show. Mm-hmm. And as Paige leaves or, Oh, Alex walks out. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Paige is like, what's going on? And she's like, what do you mean? What's going on? Like I do. Uh, and she's like, I thought you wanted me to date all these dudes. And she, she's like, yeah, I wanted you to date all the dudes. Cause it was like fun and flirty and it didn't mean anything, but I love you. She's like, I love you so much. It kills me or something
0: like that. Oh mm-hmm. God. I love that shit.
1: I love Mm -hmm. people professing love. Oh.
0: It's your favorite thing?
1: I teared up when it happened. She kissed her Mm -hmm. right on the mouth.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And Paige rebuffed her. She was like, I can't do this.
0: And I was like, why?
1: She was like, has like, you know, bisexual tendencies maybe, but I think she's mostly down for the D. And
0: maybe also because they've already dated, she just doesn't feel, I don't know. It's like, but she was kind of flirty with Alex when she was back last week.
1: Well, she also kissed Alex last
0: week. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe she doesn't see it as something serious, but also she's in such a mess with her life right now and she doesn't know what she's doing. So maybe it's also part of that.
1: I know. It was so nice. It was such a great cathartic moment for Alex. And then it was just kind of sad when Paige was basically like, I got to go. And she just left her there. And we Shyler stoned over her sad Casalusi sad It was face. very
0: sad. It was very sad.
1: But you felt this See I saw this coming I'm so surprised you didn't see this
0: coming I don't know I don't know like why I didn't see it coming Like I I don't know if it was I kind of did by the time that she went to help her with her panic attack But Last week that I didn't think that, But last week I didn't think that she was still in love with her
1: Oh she loves her mm-hmm. It's a sweet love Sweet love make it. Anita Baker. <clears throat> um so yeah, I guess that's it, right? That's pretty much our uh, A story.
0: Yep, yep. So it's time for the B, B story. story. Um starts, we should get like
1: uh, a uh, like a like a recording of it
0: that we can just drop in every time. Yeah, I should get yeah.
1: someone to like do a recording of it.
0: We should get John from the real world to do a recording of it.
1: <laughs> should I call him? He's a good Tito. friend of mine. No, I
0: don't
1: know. Yeah. <laughs> he'd probably do it. If we give if we like find him on cameo, he'd probably do it. We right? should honestly, <laughs> no shit, no shit. We should see if he's on cameo and pay him a hundred dollars to say B story and then fucking pull that. Oh my God. This broomheads, You're hearing it. If John Brennan from the real world, what season is it? Florida, uh, <laughs> LA. We'll pay him a hundred bucks to just say B story in the true story way, and then we'll never have to do it again.
0: I don't think he's on cameo. Oh damn it!
1: How great is cameo though? If that if it was the case, you just we could just have him do it. Pay him 100 hundred. I know, bucks.
0: right? Uh, and um, <clears throat> so this B story starts off with a uh, insightful. Inciseful. Insightful. Insightful treat. Ins- <laughs> I can't read my notes. No, it's insightful. Insightful. It starts with an insightful treatise on celebrity facelifts.
1: Yeah. I don't remember it. What did they say?
0: <laughs> it was just in a media immersion class. And oh, Snake yeah. Sneak says, Thank oh, right. you for that insightful treatise on celebrity facelifts.
1: Yeah. Uh, Emma and and uh, Sean are gonna bone. That's what's happening.
0: Mm-hmm. They might mm-hmm. already
1: be even be boning.
0: They could be, for all we know. But I mean, get me boning. I think that they've talked about it a lot, but they haven't quite gotten there. And so they're taking things to the next level. As Emma says to Manny, because she's right. gonna go get birth control. Yeah, get in the zone, the bone zone. <laughs> um so she and sean go to the pharmacy that jt used to work at and steal drugs from mr (laughs) Mr. gower at
1: (laughs) mr gower Uh, Gower. it's the holiday season (laughs) jimmy stewart was always uh, coming (laughs) excuse me i'm coming I'm like crying right now. <laughs> Mary, I'm coming. Mancini. <laughs> it's the
0: holiday season. So so Emma and Sean go to the pharmacy so that Emma can pick up her birth control. And Sean Hot is dog. trying <laughs> Sean is trying to buy condoms. <laughs> and he's like asking about like whether like the sensual in the name is a good thing. And snake like dopeily walks in. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Can you choose Snake voices Jimmy Stewart? Because I would, I would see that show.
1: Snake is very similar to Jimmy Stewart in the sense that he's just like a good person who like is
0: wonderful. Can you and believe tall. that this
1: fucking show, this fucking piece of shit show that we like so much, made a storyline where Snake, pure hearted Snake, cheated on fucking... Spike and like didn't even do anything with it. it. I I still don't believe it. I choose to not even acknowledge it because they didn't even do anything with it. It was just like they needed some drama and they took this perfectly pure hearted character with such joy and a beat cancer. And then they were like, Mm -hmm. let's just do a two episode arc where you cheat on your wife. Fuck you.
0: Yeah. And then we'll forget about it later. And like barely cheat too. Like they didn't show us much. Hey, so disappointed. It was
1: a kissing affair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I Miss <laughs> Um. Anyway. Oh man. Um. So she kind of tells Snake what's going on, and he's like, "Oh wait, did you talk to your mom about this?" And she's like, "Yeah, you know, we we already talked. Like it, this is what you know. This is being safe and all of that." Um. So then they have dinner at home. With Spike. Before
1: that, though, when they're still in the pharmacy, there's a great uh-huh. Snake moment. So, as you said, Emma reveals that, like, she has condoms and she's going to fuck Sean. And Snake is so, like, uncomfortable. And as and before they leave, he goes, oh, later, Skater,
0: <laughs> which I thought was really funny. <laughs> it's really funny. It was really great. Yeah. <clears throat> um. But Snake, it seems uncomfortable with the fact that Spike didn't. Tell him about this and that it's I mean, not like married. Like they, you yeah. think that they
1: he she should have told him about it.
0: It was what was the one thing that was confusing to me about this B story was that Emma made it about that Snake didn't see her as a sexual being. Right. Whereas I think it was more so the fact that he felt like he was in the dark about it. I that think so bothered too. him. I think so. And too. that and that Spike was kind of saying to him, uh, you know, you don't need to know everything. Spike but,
1: said that but, to Snake? I guess yeah, I wasn't paying attention. Like that. yeah, That's pretty I, I mean it, I mean I guess t- technically no, but it's your husband yeah. that you love, right? And
0: yeah, so this, why can't you talk about it? And I know it's like her daughter from a previous yeah, but not marriage. Don't, but, don't you but, wanna yeah.
1: make this family a whole family? Like
0: Yeah. So I don't know. It's I guess it's a weird thing. I don't know that I've ever had a conversation about sex with my dad. And I'd like to keep it that way. So call him,
1: bring him downstairs, bring him down. Let's have one right Dad. now. Let's see. Let's tell him to bring that orange beef down, and mm-hmm. let's just chat about it. Let's squawk
0: about it. Oh,
1: it's man. not that you, you couldn't. Like- it's just that I mean, any of your parents, like I don't know, it's parents are weird.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a weird conversation to have. I am mega impressed. At Emma for not only being very blunt about it with Snake in the pharmacy and at home, mm-hmm. and multiple times later, but also to talk about it in class in front of everyone. Whereas I am almost thirty six and still uncomfortable about yeah, talking about sex totally. with my parents. Oh god! Yeah, so, so it's my it's my worst nightmare. anytime we watch a TV show where there's people <laughs> having sex, I I cringe. <laughs> I don't want to be there. <laughs>
1: It's the holiday season.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> i a dickery
1: doc, suck my a... cock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's all that Catholic upbringing, you know, totally, it's just totally. everything's repressed. So yeah, <sighs> Emma is pissed
1: off that Snake is pissed off. But I think that they're, you're right. I think they're sort of like missing each other's point. At this, mm-hmm, at this mm-hmm. moment. So Emma goes in to do, like, a presentation in Media Immersion wherein she does this whole, like, uh, I think I wrote it down. Oh, how men have stifled women's sexuality. And she shows mm-hmm. these, like, pictures of her kissing Sean. And she's like, but if it was a man—and she's right. Everything she's saying is yeah. great. and she's But she's doing this for the benefit of Snake, who she's mad at, who— <laughs> we don't know the reaction that's going to come of it and he's great about it she comes home and she apologizes cuz she's like oh i shouldn't have done that i was like cruel and mean to you and he was like no you're right mm-hmm. <gasps> progressive dad i loved it i loved mm-hmm.
0: it i really progressive loved dad it. um the only thing i loved more was liberty's presentation on climate change that she was doing <laughs> right before emma's presentation when she said um I can't even read my own handwriting. Something
1: I don't know about what the inevitable.
0: She said something about the inevitability of environmental collapse and the oh screen said in all caps, "Unsustainable Toxic Time Bomb."
1: It's <laughs> true. She's fucking right. It's the- yeah, she's absolutely right. I was about to say it's the holiday season again because now it's just in my head and I can't stop <laughs> saying Um so Emma and Snake have this great reconciliation, not even a reconciliation. They're just like, respect each other. And he's like, go ahead and fuck people, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. I will you say, like, now.
1: there is a lot of this is big. Be- I'm like being mean on Spike for sort of keeping Snake out of the picture. But the reason she's so mature about this and so comfortable with it is because of the way she was raised by her mother so credit where credit's due I mean it's all fake and not real because it's a TV show but it's presumed that credit where credit's due uh, Spike did a good job here mm-hmm. um, and you know she's going to get sexually active and that's what happens and everyone's going to accept it and she's mature she's mature enough to enter into this certainly mm-hmm. for right? sure for sure <sighs>
0: <sighs> That's really it, though.
1: Yeah, I really, I was really impressed with the way they handled that. In the, they didn't make like her coming in there and like, uh, um, doing that presentation, they didn't like make her seem overbearing or like silly. It was mm-hmm. like a good, Manny was like cheering her on. She was like, you go. Mm-hmm. Like every, no one was like against it. It was very. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the way you wish it would be.
0: Yeah, exactly. I was like, that's amazing. If only I could do that with my own non-existent children. But well, I don't know. The with, hope considering is that, how that uncomfortable, that's how you'll be. Considering how uncomfortable I am talking about sex with my own parents, I don't really see a lot of hope there, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, but that's partially, like, the way your parents approach it, too.
0: Yeah, that's true. You know,
1: it's, it's a two-way street. Like, I mean, I wouldn't talk to my parents, my mother, about it either. Could You imagine. Mm-hmm. But some people do. I don't know. Some people have good relationships.
0: Are you are you looking forward to that conversation with your son?
1: I mean, I would certainly not say I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not like af- afraid of it <laughs> by any means. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not like worried about it. Uh, Rachel. La 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 yes. la la la. Degrassi the Next Generation used to be on The Noggin, which was a channel it was mm-hmm. an offshoot of Nickelodeon. It was like mm-hmm. the tween Nickelodeon version, you know? And Degrassi mm-hmm. used to be on that channel. And when it was on that channel, the, the, the tagline of the show was it goes there. Because as we've said many times, it you would tackle taboo subjects like teenage sex and talking about it with your parents or lesbianism, I guess.
0: Abortions.
1: Abortions. I mean, the, the, I'm thinking in this case. Uh, oh, oh, I got okay, one. Yeah. I got one.
0: Dancing at clubs.
1: Dancing at clubs and also strangely owning a t shirt company.
0: <laughs> Somehow, still having a business license to own t- that while company. you're a senior in high school. I'm not really sure. <laughs> and Entrepreneur playing, fairs at the mall.
1: And also playing professional hockey in Switzerland. Switzerland?
0: Sweden. Switzerland. America! Dylan
1: is a good to we, then you got to make sure he has another sucks because he is a good heaven have so much sex in all of the rooms in the Swiss hotel.
0: They're also trying to start that thing of uh, letting us know that Paige is very good at cooking because yeah, she Yeah, they did that last again. too, yeah. I know, I know, they're trying to Can reinforce chuck? it. Um, before we go into rating, I just want to do, yeah, the patented scale. I just want to do a quick shout out yeah. to Emma's outfit when she gives this presentation. She looked great. Which is, it was amazing. I would wear this to Thanksgiving next week if I had it. It's like kind of sixties ish, like a jumper over, a, um, a long sleeve shirt, like with a kind of like brown and orange, very fall pattern, but also seventies. Um, I loved it.
1: I was into it as well, I will say. Mm-hmm. I noticed it, mm-hmm. and I don't notice. I noticed, I was like, Emma was killing it today, I thought. Yeah, also, it yeah. is, as we were talking about Canadian Thanksgiving, it, it is most certainly, you just said autumn, fall, because mm-hmm. uh, when Alex was talking to Paige at the beginning of the episode, and she, was, she said, I'm sure we can find a hot guy to warm up your cool autumn nights.
0: Mm-hmm. I think this season did not span a school year, unlike every other season we've addressed so far, which is very confusing.
1: Well, sir, I mean, but when did it start? Yeah, probably, maybe did it start in the summer because Hot, Hot Peter was drag racing? Maybe. The Broomheads, know They can tell us. Yeah, yeah. Question really of the week. No, up, I'm not, <laughs> that's not the question
0: of the week, Broomheads.
1: I'm going to give mm-hmm. the Broomheads a week off for question of the week. You can please tell us, but talk, talk to us about whatever you want, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, the patented go there scale 1 to 10 we trademarked it no one else can use a 1 to 10 scale on anything anymore you can't pitchfork has to find a new way to rate their Mm -hmm. albums the Olympics Mm -hmm. can't do 1 is that how the Olympics do it yeah 10
0: I mean like ice skating does yeah gymnastics maybe it's to 6 I don't don't remember there's a lot of point systems out there but the 1 to 10 we have ownership of
1: patented one to ten, go there. DeGrassi the every episode ever marathon podcast. Go there scale scale a one mm-hmm. to ten. How much do you think episode six sixteen? Love my way goes there.
0: Um, I wrote dot 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 two question mark because I don't think it really went there that much. No, I would say
1: this. It goes there in the sense of like our characters and that we love and like their emotional output or input in the episode. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. as far as like, I mean the most taboo thing is that a 17 year old has sex with her boyfriend, but I would actually argue that the thing that goes there more is that like her parents are okay with it
0: (laughs) or like come to terms with it.
1: That's sort of like the odd thing.
0: And I guess that Paige is doing friends with benefits things. Eh, Yeah.
1: But that's fine. I mean, that's not a big
0: deal. Yeah. But more so, I guess, that we're talking about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess it is. But I, but I
0: uh, yeah, that but shouldn't it be like really a go, go there
1: thing. That should be like a cool, no. like normal thing that happens all the time. So yeah, two. You said two? It doesn't go there very much. It's a three. I'll see it, it. doesn't go there very much, no. You know what I always do. I go, I go one up or one three? below you, you and three? I can't go one, so I'll go three. Good episode, okay. though. I think this is a ten and a two. I didn't love it by any stretch of the imagination, but I liked it quite a bit.
0: Is it like an eight and a two? Yeah, it's like not quite
1: a steering wheel. It's like a mm-hmm. whatever that would be, eight and a two.
0: Like you're resting, one, you're driving with one hand and the other one's just resting on the bottom of the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah,
1: that <laughs> happens sometimes.
0: It does. Sometimes, most of the times, I just drive with one hand anyway. So, Pat. Rachel. In these episodes, we like to shine a spotlight on a character who stood out for some reason and who made us smile or laugh or cry or feel all kinds of ranges of emotions. Who did you choose in this episode to shine that spotlight on as your most valuable Degrassian? You
1: know what I wish I could
0: do? Yes. I wish
1: I could open a bottle of wine and not drink the whole thing. But that's just a thing I can't do. If I open it, I'm gonna yeah. drink the whole thing. You just
0: thing. gotta do, yeah. I can't I
1: imagine put. Sometimes I'll put like this much back to be like, and if broomheads, if you're looking, it's like a
0: it's two not inches, much. It's two inches inch. of wine,
1: <laughs> and just to be like, well, I didn't drink the whole thing because you just drink the whole thing. All right. Anyway, uh, okay. So <clears throat> my most valuable in this week. Now, I've got strangely. Mm-hmm. Four DeGrassians.
0: Oh, all in can, in con in C- play in play. All in play. All in play for this. Mm-hmm.
1: Now I'm going to cut. A couple of them right now, right off the bat. I'm going to cut okay. two of them right off the
0: bat. Was Dylan one of them?
1: Dylan, <laughs> you got the Sweden, the Switzerland. I can't remember which one you going to to put all the socks on the door. I'm going to put a sock on the door in every house in the Sweden, and the Switzerland, just in case.
0: Um, I'm going to guess that you got you got rid of him and you got rid of stupid Jesse. Freshman Jesse. Boy. I love Freshman Jesse. Uh, all right so you know
1: what i'm going to do i'm going to go with emma and i was and i'll i'll tell you who everyone else was after um emma i just really appreciate and i don't know how realistic it is but i really appreciate the maturity and i think in some ways and one of my other ones was a weirdly off camera spike uh, because mm-hmm. part of getting emma to this place of like assurance and 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 that kind of stuff is 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 obviously our mom and mm-hmm. uh, trust and sort of like mm-hmm. building that trust. You don't just mm-hmm. get there as a seventeen year old. You have to have a strong uh uh support system. So that's where I, that's why mm-hmm. she was one of my other four. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, I love how confident she is. I love her going into that classroom and being like, fuck it. I'm going to take these weird pictures where Sean is kissing me on the lips and with no shirt on and then me with like the X tape on my mouth, like saying, stop, don't silence me. And then I love that she had still the empathy to realize at the end of that, like how, ah, fuck, I kind of hurt Snake's feelings. Like I should apologize. But I also love Snake, who was one of my other uh, four choices as well. I also love Snake, who was open to listening to it and understanding and accepting it and being like very forward thinking and progressive, which is what you don't see a lot in characters like that. So I think it's weird. All three of my four came from the B story, but um,
0: who was the other one
1: Paige, Cause she was fun and like fucking around and like yeah. doing yeah. page, Paige being Paige. I also did love Alex. I liked this episode a lot. Um, I thought it had yeah, a lot, a lot of did. stuff going for it, but ultimately I'm going to go with Emma because she's sort of like the the, everything moving that whole thing forward.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, what about um, you, Rich? I wrote on Emma. Um, I also the other person that I thought about for a second was Snake, um, but then I didn't like what happened in that storyline. I was like, oh, maybe Snake is in the wrong here. But actually, like we were talking about earlier, I don't think that what Emma thought that Snake was upset about was what he was actually upset about. So I almost. Yeah, I almost went with Snake also, but um, I s- selected Emma because I liked how. I don't know. I was just like so impressed because that's something I never would have done, Me, yes, and I still so, can't do right, now right. as like double her age. So
1: yeah, yeah, it is. It's uh, should we say a touch unrealistic maybe, but it is yeah. aspirational.
0: It's aspirational, which is so much of what Emma's character is in the show. Like when she gets her period and then she stands up in front of class and talks about it like that doesn't happen. But that's we would love for that to happen.
1: Right. Right. I do think in Snake's defense and even in Spike's defense to to some degree, you do have to give them a minute. To, like, process also. They still are. Mm -hmm. There is, like, a... And, like, you're sort of, like, just in tuned as a parental person to be, like... It's not necessarily, like, about sex, but it's about Mm -hmm. all of the fallout. And, like, making sure your child is mature enough to handle it. And once he... That's where he went. Once he saw that presentation and was like, oh, fuck, she's thought through this. She's got a handle on this. That's when he kind of came around. So, I guess... Uh, the the whole Nelson, uh, Ar- Andrews, S- Simpson. No, what the- Archie Simpson? Who's Andrews? Archie Simpson. Who's Andrews? Anyway,
0: no one on this show. The
1: Simpson Nelson Nelson family. It really could be. You could go with the Simpson Nelson family, but I'm gonna stick yeah, with just yeah. Emma. I'm gonna stick with just Emma.
0: I mean, Baby Jack did. Baby nothing, Jack didn't so. do it.
1: Baby Jack could, did fuck all. So.
0: I was gonna say Jack shit, but then I was like, That's too many jacks. "Oh, baby Jack shit."
1: <laughs> Good episode. So that is broomheads. our
0: episode, Broomheads. You can find us on Instagram at sparklespaz28. You can find us on Facebook at Deem Podcast. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com/slash Deep. I think.
1: Get on it. <laughs> We're about to record a Patreon and... episode on the minis. If any of you guys are out there, when Ooh. all of you people are saying, like, Wondering. we want these guys to do the minis. Well, guess what? We're doing, like, the first 12 fucking minis in
0: right after We're doing this. the whole first season of the is minis. that what it is? The, the season first, five minis. We're doing all the season yeah. five minis. Um, and you can send us an email at everyepisodever at gmail.com.
1: Write us a five-star review, too. We love
0: those. We love a good five-star review. I mean, if you have complaints about the show, you can also let us know.
1: But don't put it in a review. If, Send us an email about it or yeah, Instagram
0: exactly. But we're doing mm-hmm. it. We're having fun. We're still in a slow-moving
1: coup, but I don't think it's going to be a successful coup.
0: It seems less successful now. Yeah,
1: I think we're. I think we've got a president, and it's not Donald Trump. I'm gonna pour some more of this wine.
0: How much of that do you have left? A right lot. Now? Oh, a lot. A lot. Look, oh, okay. 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 It's all the way up here. Oh, yeah. You got plenty. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah,
1: but I got a whole night.
0: Just checking. I'm drinking. I know. Well, we also. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we have a whole other episode to record, so.
1: Yeah, if you want to hear us talking about these minis, you better get over there because we're gonna do it post haste, and I'm gonna be a little tuned up, so.
0: It's gonna be great.
1: We love you, broomheads. We can't say it enough. You're the best. You're the best. You're the best.
0: You make our lives worth living. Yeah,
1: you make me wanna talk about fucking with my parents.
0: You make me want to manage a t-shirt store. <laughs>
1: not even she's not even managing the store; she's managing the no. brand.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so 2020. <laughs>
1: Gross! Again, ahead of its time, though. <laughs> ahead of Fast its time. Ahead of
0: its time. Got to manage that brand. Oh, All right, broomheads. Oh, we'll my, see
1: you, my angel. Got the twigs.
0: Jimmy Stewart is a brand.
1: Uh, excuse me. Merry Christmas for my house. I'm coming.
0: <laughs> we'll see you next week, Broomheads. Oh,
1: happy... Th- oh, are, are, oh, we're not recording. Oh, there yes. Will not be sorry. In
0: also, we should let you know Um, we will not be recording next week because of Thanksgiving. But stay home. So Please stay home. Please don't meet up with a bunch of people for Thanksgiving. If you have to do
1: it, wear a mask. Please, everybody. This is like Or do it
0: outside or quarantine beforehand and get tested.
1: I want Rachel to be back in the city and I want to be able to record this podcast sitting next to her like we used to do. So please.
0: Remember how we used to do that? I know. It's crazy. I I
1: mean, we've been doing this now for, what do I always say, longer than the podcast has been. It's not, but it feels that way. Listen, a vaccine is on the horizon. It's just, we can't do Thanksgiving this year. We can't do the holidays this year.
0: It's just one year. It's just one year. I mean,
1: if you could do it safely, go ahead. But, you know, within reason. Let's just... Mm-hmm. This says, this wine that I have, it tells me that the notes on it are cherry. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's normal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Blueberry. Yeah. It's Pinot Noir, right? Also yeah. blueberry. It's fruity. Mm-hmm. And then the last one was, is an interesting one. It says cigar box. <laughs> I swear to God, they chopped up a
0: cigar box so and then cigar? put it in there and let it like muddle a little bit. Guess you that's know? saying
1: it's woody. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but no, but it's a specific kind of wood. It's the wood from a cigar box. <laughs> all right, all right, broomheads. We'll see you in two weeks. But if you want to get
1: an extra episode during the week of Thanksgiving, get on the Patreon. You Join can listen us on to the Patreon because that'll be up next week. Suck it. Love you. Bye.